Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God. Get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig, Cam, and Paula, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Welcome to Rum Tasting Part 2. Yes, we will continue with our rum tastings of all kinds of rums from around the world, so check it out. Oh, my God. All right. So we're going to move on to this one. Now, this one, mm-hmm. I was almost going to take it off the list, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. I was kind of excited about it because I bought this on my last trip. Okay. Sorry, second last trip. Mm-hmm. I always, they always seem to blend into each other. I know it's pretty bad when you know, like your trips rums. blend in. Yeah. yeah. No, when people are like, oh, Craig, oh, darn, yeah, jeez. Yeah. So next year, this one's from Bahamas, and it's okay. called John's Waitlings. Okay. Uh, pale rum. And so I bought the bottle. And actually on the bottle, it says 1789 established aged rum. And is it? So it looks, and I can't really it is tell. Pale. It is like, it's, it's like water. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it looks, uh, initially it looked like it sort of had a yellow tint to it. But I no. think that that's just the. Uh, From the lights and everything in here. Yeah. Well, and the and the, uh, oh, and the bottles. Yeah. yeah. The label. So literally. Yeah. This very, is very white. Very, uh, very rum. clear. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I picked this uh, one for our tasting is because I, I just wanted to crack it open for one reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, like it's from Bahamas. So I figured, okay, I'm trying to cover all the islands and stuff like this. This sure. is the only one I actually had that's from Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And. And uh, so I tried it out, and then actually when I was doing my research on it, I was like, all these people were just like, no, you know, not a good wash. No, also too, but it's because it is a white rum. Mm -hmm. It might, I we're gonna find out. It might actually have that Bacardi kind of white rum taste to it. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of that on its own. Obviously, you you mix it, it's fine. But it's when you we go on its own, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So the John uh, Waiting Pale Rum is from NASA Bahamas. Okay. Has to be at least aged for two years. Okay, so it isn't necessarily so because it's just two years. I'm just making sure I understand. It would not be considered an aged rum because that requires three years at least. Exactly. Okay. So this is not exactly an aged rum. Okay. That's why it doesn't say aged anywhere on the bottle. Mm-hmm. So what I see, so it's this got a gives... pretty fancy crest though. That's one of the reasons why. I'll see like you know at the top here, like the little navy. So at the top of the bottle, folks, is like mm. there's almost like navy little rope. Yeah. They have tied at the top here. Yeah. So I kind of give it that little panache. Nov- Naval uh And so, so let's go through well, there's a reason why it actually has on here. We'll explain this here. Mm. So the history of this actually is that a pirate named John Waitling, who gave his name to the Waitling Island in the Bahamas in 1670. Hmm. So in 1670, a pirate named John Waitling actually discovered this island and called it John Waitling. How, uh, how, how humble. How humble uh, and how creative could he get? Yeah. You know, exactly. I think I just call it myself. Yeah. <laughs> me! It's me. Yeah. So anyways, it's also called the Spirit of the Bahamas, the island's called. And so in 2013, oh. Bonavista Estate um, mm-hmm. on the island that he actually, that was his house. Okay. So it's been there since, well, again, sorry, 1670. Mm-hmm. Through time, became different things like sure. plantation sure. and things, whatever. Yeah. So then in 2013, it actually became the John Waitling Distillery. I see. And so what it is is that, uh, obviously named after himself. So mm-hmm. this this place has only been here since 2013. So they have a two-year, a three-year, and a five-year, obviously being new 
to the market. It can't right. go too yeah. further down no, the line. Exactly. Okay. But uh, so yeah, so I saw the bottle, and of course it kind of intrigued me. So I bought it, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're gonna see what this is like. We've uh, got a port out here. Here we go. Get your glass okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Go. We well, and I guess actually, in in a sense, the it's two... a white rum. So we know it's not gonna have a lot of character. To yeah, it, but but anything. also like the two year in some ways maybe like I'm I'm completely spitballing and guessing here, but. Yeah. Because it's such a young distillery, like the five year at this point, like we're in 2019 right now. Yeah. Like that was made the closest to when it was founded within a couple of, you know, like a few years of it being founded. And so I wonder, again, just, just guessing, like would, you know, refinements in their process and stuff be more apparent in the younger rums because they would have been made, you know, like they would have built up some experience from that. It's a good point because, I mean, when they made the five-year one, they were just new to the market. Yeah. So they probably were learning. It was a learning curve for them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you Something like that, when you get a five-year, you almost want to wait till they've been around for a while and then get and the five-year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. this is a two-year, so I think they probably kind of fixed this refined and refined it, it a bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess I could think it in by the five-year because it would still be relatively new to them in, in the aspects of distilling. Yeah, I mean, you, right? you said they were founded in 2013. Yes. So, I mean, a five-year. I bought year... this two years ago. Oh, Jeepers, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a five-year would have been only like a year after their, their founding. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so let's uh, give this a smell. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost nothing. Yeah, it's very. See, so the problem. Let me explain this to you folks too. Is that John Wheatling and this is a pale rum. And anytime you have white rum, what ends up happening is that it runs through charcoal. And so when you run through charcoal, they're purifying it, obviously. But also, too, they're taking away some of the elements of the rum, like the, the, the barrel aging process that was in there has been taken out, and some of the stuff has been washed out. So There's I really do. In there, though. There, 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 there's a smell I, I recognize, but I cannot place for the life of me. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of molasses-like, I guess, in some yeah, ways. Maybe a hint of molasses yeah. in there? Yeah, I mean, a hint of maybe vanilla molasses. It is very, very subtle. Yeah. I mean, it is almost nothing. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll give it a taste. And again, it's very, it's very, like, I mean, smooth, no subtle. burn. No, no burn. No burn. But it's almost... got a bit of a sourness to it, though. I'm not sure. Yeah, I like at the that. end, I can yeah. taste that now. Yeah, yeah. But there's not a lot of character to this. It, it's it's sort of very washed out. Yeah. Although um, it's thickish, like 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 it's yeah. got that like a viscosity to it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's definitely it's a thicker rum for sure. Again, maybe a little bit of molasses in there. I could taste a little bit of vanilla, maybe. I don't. I, but I mean, that's it's very very subtle. Yeah. This is uh, this is like even straight. I mean, oh my god, it's to be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I can have a whole glass of this. Well, thing. And, <laughs> and honestly, like, I mean, I'd classify it as eh, not bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's I not, mean, yeah. the thing is too, like, for because our listeners, we got listeners that are starting to get into rums, mm-hmm. and we have rums listeners, obviously, like, uh, like example, like Mark. Yeah. No. I they know, know the rums, right? Yeah. So, um, if you're just starting into rums and you're in the Bahamas. This might be a good choice to start off with because also, too, again, this is a white rum. So, again, your, your daiquiris, your pina coladas mm-hmm. can even mix this into your zombies or things like that. Anything where it is a white rum requirement. So, it would actually add some content to it, but it's not going to bring anything to it, the table as overbearing. Yeah, like it's, I mean? it, it, it's it's intended as as a rum that you would use to make drinks. Exactly. Right? Like mixed drinks. Yeah, I stuff. don't see it as a sipping drink at all. Yeah, because yeah, um, it's got a bit, like a flat profile almost. Very, exactly. Not much there to, in the way of notes. And again, that's the charcoal process, folks. So when you do the charcoal process, like I said, it does remove all those notes out of the, the rum. 
Um, and that's unfortunately thing for like Bacardi that they do that. They they I mean obviously you have to have that for white rum. I mean it's yeah. like a mute button for your taste buds. <laughs> All right, so now we've added okay. some ice in there. Let's see if this uh, brings anything out. Okay, so it definitely is more alcohol now. This is one of those ones where as soon as we add ice, yeah, I could smell the alcohol and I could taste it. Oh yeah. It's uh, it, very subtle burn, not much, but a little bit on the end there. Yeah, but not um, at the back of my throat. Like it's more. No, of a no, on the burn. tongue. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, like, I guess that's the peppery, it's, the spiciness. Yeah, it's not. On my, it's not on my throat. It's on my tongue. The little burn on it. Yeah. But again, there's not a lot there. A lot of alcohol smell, taste. Well, maybe? and it's got that that weird sourness at the end that yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. not super. So. Um, this is one of the reasons why I didn't want to do this one, but we just yeah. we thought we would just try it. Well, I mean, no, I mean, it's worth, crack, it's crack worth the bottle and see how it is, right? Trying out, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't throw it out of, you know, you know kick it out of bed, but... Uh... <laughs> Cam, we know that already. Yeah, so I don't know. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, so next one we're going to do is a Havana Ritual Spiced Rum. Now, this is funny because it's not classified as a spiced rum, hmm. but what it is is that in the characteristics of it, the things that are added into it is like some cinnamon we'll find in there. And um, the coloring is very interesting. Actually, the coloring is a caramel f- coloring added. Yeah. Oh, it's... really? I was going to say, like, like it's a very caramelly color. So yeah, it looks so like it's exactly an artificial caramel. color. It's an artificial color. Okay. Um, and and is, is, sorry, but, no, no, but no, is, is the name Havana Ritual or is it, it's, it's Havana Club branded, right? Correct. Okay. It's a brand. Okay. Yes. And that's from Cuba. So one of the things we want to add to, like, actually, we're just talking about that. And also, too, I get that from people is, well, Craig, well, what's the difference between dark rum and aged rum? Mm-hmm. So dark rum doesn't mean that it's aged. It could be actually things added to it to make it look darker. Sure. Right? And this is an example in this one situation. Like mud. <laughs> We're yeah. adding mud. Yeah. Uh, molasses, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, in this one, I added a caramel flavoring color to it. Okay. Um, there was also some, it could be some cinnamon in there and you know, something it's spicy. So it's okay. not in the spicy rum category, okay. but they're claiming it to be a spiced rum. Sort of because they've added some artificial flavoring in this type and of And some other stuff in there as well. Oh, right. Okay. So if you're looking at it from an international clarification, it's not mm-hmm. a spiced rum. I see. But Havana Club is claiming it to be a spiced rum. Okay. So, so a true spiced rum then, the spices come from... During the distilling process. Oh, okay. I see. Right. This act, it's like so, after the fact. So this is after the fact. So basically this was distilled and then the things were added to it for the coloring and for the flavoring. Okay. Okay. So that that's why it's not classified as a spice rum, but okay. it actually is in some ways, right? Yeah. We'll find out. So, uh, yeah. So, like I said, this is from the Cuba region. And so what it is that we've mentioned this before in the show was that, obviously, Cuba, this is where Port- uh, Bacardi started off. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the um, Cuban uh, Revolution. Revolution happened, then they left. But then Havana Club came into play, and it was um, you know, the history of it. Um, so, anyway, owned by the Archilabala Havana. <laughs> Yeah, say that 10 times over. Yeah. But they actually lost the rights during the revolution, mm-hmm. and now they're still doing a legal battle to get their, their brand name back. Oh, really? Jeez, so after Havana, all this time. Okay. Yeah, so Havana yeah. Club actually is government-owned. I see. Um, okay. So if you go into Cuba, and I was actually there, and, I, and by the way, if you ever have a chance to go to Cuba, because people are like, oh, no, it's kind of, it's an amazing country, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, don't mm-hmm. go there for the food. That's, that's definitely mm-hmm. one observation. Mm-hmm. But the people are super friendly. But yeah, so the Havana Club actually is government owned, and anywhere you go in Cuba, every drink you ever make is going to have Havana Club. I you see. can't get like okay. Bacardi, you can't get. Yeah, it's only so Havana they got Club. A, they got a bit of a monopoly going. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, so let's talk about the distilling process. Like we said, the caramel coloring was added, 
after the distilling process. So is it sort of technically a white rum then? or Yeah, so it's a white rum with, with... the coloring added to okay. it. Okay. Very good. Interesting. Nice observation there, so Derek. It's, it's like the... the you almost becoming the, a rum expert there. The rum equivalent of real imitation cheese. <laughs> cheese in a can? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, it's real imitation. In a, in a can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that artificial cheese. It's tasting really good. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because actually I saw this comedian. He's talking about McDonald's and people were criticizing him because he's eating McDonald's. And he's like, you know what's in that? That's not even real cheese. Is going, well, it's acting the part. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's doing a damn good job. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's just, it gets the job done. It gets the job done. A bit like Bacardi and Cola. Oh, there we go. Remember those commercials? Yes. Bacardi, yeah, Bacardi and, and Cola. Cola. We get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a little sing along. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one actually is only 37.5% ABV. Ah. Ah. Less the alcohol, damn it. Yeah. Um, it's also, again, common uh, columns distilled. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, I think that's all I've got for my research there. So let's just give it a bit all of right. smell here. Well, let's, okay. Uh, so initial hmm. smell. What do you think? Pretty mild overall, I'd say. Actually, we're sniffing. I hate to say we ran out of brandy glasses, so now we're sniffing out of wine, wine glasses. glasses. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure. That, that, that <laughs> may taint the... Uh, I don't that, know what taste the smell of it. Stick your nose further into the glass. A lot of, yeah, a lot of butterscotch. Yeah, definitely the butterscotch. Uh, toffee, for sure. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pepper, a little bit of pepper in there, I can yeah. smell. Uh, vanilla. Like, yeah, I think I can smell that, too. So let's give this a little bit yeah, of a... Uh, yeah, let's okay. give it a shot here. Okay, so it's soft pepper. It's very soft and subtle. There is a pepper, but it's not like foreground. It's the background. Yeah. No, and I, actually, I quite like the, the peppery quality to it, the spicy quality. Yeah, it kind of adds to it. It's like when you add a little bit of pepper to your steak. Yeah, but it's not it overpowering. It gives a character, but it doesn't yeah. take away from the steak. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so yeah, there's a bit of like cinnamon or something in there. Like something like other than the pepper... Like, what's causing the pepper, I wonder? Honestly, and th- this is going to sound really weird. Um, no, that, that's, that's well, why you're here. Yeah, that's, right. that's why you're here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I think I've had pizza that has a bit of, like, like there, there, there's a spice association with, with, with some of the pizza sauce that I've had on pizza before. Hmm. Like basil I, I, oregano or something? Yeah, maybe? yeah. Like, it's, I eat a lot of pizza, so. And we kind of figured that out, and I'm yeah. sure they did. But it's, it's, again, it's very subtle. Almost no burn to it. Very drinkable. Very drinkable. But good neat. Yeah, yeah but but not parti- like not particularly striking. Like there's nothing about no. this rum that no, makes me go like, oh, this ooh, is this is uh, distinct. You know? I, yeah. There's nothing. There's like it's 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 sort of a mesh. Yeah. Of, you know what I mean? Of stuff that going yeah. on there. Yeah. Some sweetness, uh, but but not yeah. a ton of molasses. Mm-hmm. Utterly no. inoffensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. All right. So okay, uh, we got a little ice. Add a little ice here to it. There we go. So. There we go. Um, mm-hmm. Right, turn it up there and let's try it again. Okay, so smell again. Yeah. Okay, so almost smells like it's about the same, maybe slightly boozier. Slightly, yeah. More peppery now. The peppers come out. Yeah, but not not. It's not again not too powerful, but it's there. It's, a there. More, it's a little more potent now. And yeah, but really not not. It, 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 no. I, I'm not bothered by it at all, but nope, no, I'm not it's, particularly wild. Well, here's the either. thing. It's it's pepper, but I wouldn't want to have like a glass of this. No. Like all night long. No. I think this would be like a one glass shot, and then, okay, I'm going to move on to something else. Yeah. So if you're, you're... I, Actually, that's a good way of putting it. I could see having this as a shot. 
Yeah. And then let's move on to something else. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Whereas, sure. like, I don't think any of the other rums we've had, I would want to have as a shot. No. You know, like a just duck, yeah. duck kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no bit bland. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It's like almost no aftertaste to it. Definitely nothing going down the pipeline. Like my throat is like got yeah. nothing going down it. Well, I wonder if it's, it's all on the tongue, right? I wonder if it's because like you know they, they've they've added some coloring, they've added some flavor. But the base is still like a, a white, white rum, rum, and therefore, yeah. you know, it's stripped, and then they add stuff mm-hmm. to it. Hey, good observation. You're learning in this show there, Cam. Learning is fun. It can be fun. Okay, so that yeah. is the Havana Club ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this could be used for anything that's going to ask for a subtle spiced rum. Yeah, it'd be a um, mix, though. Like, it's a, a mixer. Mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it, like I said, if if you're gonna do it straight, I'd probably just be a shot and then move on to something else. I agree. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, it's not not a substantial rum that you're gonna sit there by the fire and like suck back. No, no, for sure. Okay, so we're gonna cut that one away. There we go, get that one away. Uh, if you mind, uh, I don't have my go-go gadget arms. Oh sure, uh, this one over here. <laughs> gussing, yes, gussing. Okay. And so I have to explain this. So I work for a bar right where like the the booths are deep. And so it's an Italian restaurant, and we also we have our freshly grinded Parmesan cheese. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is that I'll put the plates in front of the customers, and of course the guy in the deep corner of the booth, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have cheese, but doesn't do the hint of moving the plate towards me. Right, right, yeah. So and it's like then gonna... I make I make the joke, well, sorry, sir, I didn't bring my go-go gadget arms with me, so right. can you lift your plate right. up so I can give you cheese? Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the table kind of laughs, and then he yeah, and then he punches on. you, and... and then he punches me, going, hey, making fun of me, buddy. Yeah. See, so actually, I've learned in this industry actually is that you don't actually insult somebody or say the truth. You just use sarcasm, right? Because then what it is that you, you can't get in trouble for it because you're not directly saying anything in yeah. in, in meaningful way. It's a gentle teasing more than right. more, more than a. But if they're smart enough, they'll sucker. Yeah, yeah, but if they're smart enough, they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually I remember when I uh, so uh, as I've mentioned before I lived for a time in Asia and yes. uh, often when I uh, went to a restaurant it was difficult to communicate that I wanted a menu because I didn't speak uh, a word I, yeah a lick of it um, and so I would often sort of like mime a square in the air right like almost like you know you were miming like what a window would look like oh no L seven um, and 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 it worked fine while I was in Asia. Uh, but then, you know, I moved back to Canada, and I was so much into the habit of doing it that I would, right. y- you know, I'd be in a, like, Western restaurant talking to Western uh, servers, yep. and I'd be, uh, you know, I'd say, like, oh, could I get a menu? And, and I'd, do the I'd, box. I'd do the box. And um, it finally dawned on me that I was doing this when uh, <laughs> a rather irate waitress, <laughs> when I said, oh, could I get a menu, please? And she said... Well, sure, and did the same box and gave me the stink eye. So, uh, oh, then you figured it out. Then I figured it out. Yeah. Yes, you're L7. Sorry. Gentle teasing. There we go. Mm. <laughs> so wait a minute. So as a customer, it's an insult. But if we, t- <laughs> <laughs> I think I like it's I, I, for I, us, I yeah no 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 no. But I think I think I actually like teeter off a little bit like yeah. I, and and so but so it was a really funny response and I was immediately like oh my goodness like what am I doing I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, and and you, you know, no harm done, but I I did find it quite entertaining, in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. 
that's what happens when you go from one culture to another culture. Absolutely. Right? It's like the yeah. culture shock yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never snapped my fingers to get service. Uh, I'm sure you learned America, it. You figured it right but, away. Uh, in, yeah, yeah. In uh, southeastern China in the early 2000s, uh, if you wanted to get served. <laughs> that's right. You had to get pretty good at snapping your fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, no. And it's, it's like, actually, I was talking to a customer about that today about. And I was building restaurants in the States, and I was in different regions of the central part of the States there. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending what region I was, the customs were different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, example, like in one part of, I was in um, in Indianapolis, it's all about the mashed potatoes and gravy. They're all about their gravy. Especially okay. in the breakfast time, everything gets gravy, right? At breakfast? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, put, they put this... Sort of chicken, or is it like a hollandaise? Gravy? Or no, no, like a gravy. Like I go get Ooh. eggs and I go eggs and biscuits. And I go, oh, would you like gravy on your biscuits? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, so I found out afterwards it's what is it? They, put, they literally put gravy on everything. My goodness. Yeah, and so then then when I went down to uh, in Nashville, mm-hmm. and we built the same company, same company restaurant. Right. Um, they were into the sweet potatoes. Like uh, cooked, okay. like sure, sure, whole, yeah, yeah, and you cut them and like you put ba- cinnamon butter in it. Really? Yeah. Huh. So to them, that was the side. Yeah, it was the go-to. That was the go-to side. So yeah. it's different parts of the states I was in that the Have culture distinct, was differently. Yeah. I mean, I got to say that that uh, I mean, I'm all for more gravy on stuff, but just not sure first thing oh. in the morning, you know. I tried it once and I'm like, I yeah, I couldn't finish my breakfast. It was just, it was just heavy. so heavy. Yeah, it was yeah. just too heavy. Yeah. I mean, you you know. You, I don't know about you, but like when I go to like say like uh, Denny's or whatever, of course I know like okay, you know what? It's 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 waffle pancake yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming on yeah. because it, you only have it once or two, three times a year, right? Sure. Yeah. But I mean, well, like, you know what and you're that's getting. heavy. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. heavy. But I mean, imagine that, and then add gravy to that. Like, yikes! Oh yeah, my god! No, I mean, if, if I'm getting gravy, I want to get some Yorkshire pudding and mashed potatoes as well. So, all right. But I feel like we spun a little bit out of control nope, yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it might must, be the booze. It must be the rum. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this is a uh, rum number. I think nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes, rum nine. Okay. Uh, Gosling rum. Right. We've actually talked about this one several times yeah. in the shows. Yeah. Obviously, it's a Bermuda rum, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the Black Seal. So, let's get a little bit of history on this. In the spring of 1806, James Gosling, and the old, who was the oldest son of William Gosling, set sail from England on the ship Mercury with 10,000 pounds. And that's European pounds, not weight pounds, but like, mm-hmm. you know, dollars. British pounds. British pounds. Of merchandise, basically all spirits and wine, for America. Now, after 91 days, the charter ran out. Now, we explained this before. So, charter, right. what it is, is your, basically your manpower, your supplies, yeah. everything on your boat. All of a sudden, he ran out. So, 91 days, that's <laughs> what get this. He was supposed to go to America, or, you know, the new new world, mm-hmm. ended up down in Bermuda. Yeesh. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Then basically, Got a wrong turn in Albuquerque. Uh, I was just, oh, you beat me to the punch. Hey-yo. Hey-yo. And so, anyway, yeah. So, he ended up at the nearest port, St. George, Bermuda. And so, what it ended up happening was that he started making rum. Now, what it was is that he made rum in big, huge, giant caskets, or sort of Casks. barrels. Casks. Caskets. Dead. <laughs> We've talked about that one before, too. Gross. Yeah. yeah. So, actually, yeah. So, he made the rum in big, huge barrels, and then what it was is that you would bring a champagne bottle or bottle with you from, from your home, and then sure. you'd fill it up, and then he'd charge you. Okay. The, when the papa was that, through time, they were actually getting champagne bottles from the British Navy that were on in Bermuda, mm-hmm. and fill those up, and then mm-hmm. filled, and then to seal it off, they would actually would use black wax. Okay, sure. Yeah. So what ended up happening is that through time, people start asking for just black, black seal, seal right. instead of the rum. Mm-hmm. And so they eventually said, well, let's just change the name. Mm-hmm. So they changed the name to Black Seal. And of course, if you look on the bottle, there's actually a Black Seal bouncing a, a barrel of rum on his nose. Yeah, so a seal is in the animal. As in the animal, yeah. yes. Little little pun there. Ba-dum-bum-bum. Mm. 
yeah, so yeah, this is actually a blend of pot stilled. So this is a pot stilled one mm-hmm. and a, a continuous steel as well. Hmm. So continuous steel, what it means by that, and we talked about column steel, and we'll, we'll go through that in the videos and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So continuous steel means that it's going to go through the process and keep on cycling through. I see. Okay. It's not going to stop like in the one, you know, in other words, it's not going to do the, the steps once. Right. It's right. going to keep going around, around and around, around, around until and eventually around. they get like, hey, it's good. Let's stop it. Yeah. yeah. So it's continuous steel. And again, like it's imported from Bermuda and it's aged in a single use charred bourbon barrel. So again, okay. bourbon barrels Yeah. seems to be the common denominator in these things. Now, yeah. this is a very dark, dark rum. Yes, it certainly okay. is. It, it's opaque. Yeah. No question. No, for sure. Yeah. It's actually the darkest room we've done yet. Mm-hmm. So, it almost looks, actually, I mean, you, you know what I mean, you know me in beer, um, but it's kind of Guinness colored. Not quite as dark oh, as yeah, Guinness. Yeah, Not quite as dark. Yeah, I mean, but, but lift a little bit. It's yeah, like, it's got a bit more amber in it, but for sure. pretty yeah. darn close. So the drinks, obviously, that come with this is the Dark and Storm. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. And if you actually make a Dark and Storming in a bar, you have to actually use Gosling rum. Mm-hmm. Also to a rum swizzle. That's another one that actually that uses Gosling rum as well. And I think that's only two that I put down there for that one. Yeah, so again, it's a very dark rum. Yeah. So let's just give it a smell, see what we sure. think. Again, we're using wine glasses for this, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Strong odor, though. I mean, I can smell it yeah. before I even stick my nose nope. in here. Molasses and charcoal. Like if the oak, there's definitely oak. A and, lot of oak. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot, of mo- lot of molasses. No, and you can you can smell the burning, too. Yeah. No, it's great. It's, really, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not, It's well, it's still tickling the nose, but it's not overpowering, but still it's there. Well, yeah. You, you, yeah, no, sorry. When I say the burning, I mean like like a charred yeah. smell rather yeah. than like burning, like oh, the okay, like burning wood. Yeah, yeah. no, but for, yeah, so like yeah, so the yeah. oak kind of burning wood molasses smell. Yeah. Okay, okay so give it yeah. a ooh, very potent. Oh wow. Yeah, that's uh, oak for that's sure. Yeah. yeah, it's oak in there for sure. Definitely no butter or butterscotch in that. That's molasses and oak. Very, I think I think potent, this though. is this is the most distinct of the rums we've yes, had. Yes, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is definitely. I, I feel like I could pick this out of a tasting? lineup, like a blind. <laughs> yeah, like a blind taste test. Yeah. You can't even pick me out of a fucking tell lineup. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm getting laser eye surgery, and then I'll, you know. But this but again, it's on the tongue. So in other words, my throat is not burning. So like, almost all these rums, folks, just to let you know, like there's almost zero burn. Like if you know what I mean by burn, is like you ever take a shot of tequila, and you get that. <gasps> yeah. No. Exactly. And this is. It's, it doesn't do that. This is definitely a cold weather, like, I, I, I could see myself drinking this on, on, on a sailing ship in the middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> I, haven't uh, seen, I haven't seen land for 30 days. Uh, but I've also got blind from all the drinking I've been doing. That's so. right. All right, um, so, Iceman. Mm-hmm. We're going to add some ice yeah, to that. Lo- there we go. a lot of molasses. Yes. And oak. Definitely a lot of oak. Yeah, yeah. I was just putting that down there so it's off the table. Less, less, less bottles on the table, the better it is. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got to put some ice in there. Here we go. Swish that around. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay. Okay, so now that's... It's, it's been smoothed out. It's smoothed out a bit. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, sweeter. so sweeter. Yeah. I can definitely sell... Now I can taste caramel. Uh, oak, for sure. Molasses yeah, the in oak, there. It's very oak forward. Yep. A little, maybe a little hint of vanilla in there. I actually... You know what? Instead of molasses, I'm actually getting brown sugar. No, yeah. Actually, you know, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so the ice actually sweetened it up a bit. And um, there's there's some pepperiness to it, but not in the foreground again. Yeah, no, and, and it's um, not. This is actually really nice. Yeah, so uh, yeah, well, they can definitely taste like the it's like the caramel and the. Um, there's a lot going. Like it's it's very, very complex. complex. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
for sure is very complex. What what's a bottle of this rum? So a bottle of this. <laughs> what's this bottle of this rum? Okay, so a bottle uh, of the run. Gosling runs you about thirty dollars. Okay. So um, so for us Canadians, by the way, I don't know if I passed this on on the show before. Hmm. So Bacardi one fifty one has stopped being made. That's right. I'm really sad because I cracked my bottle a long time ago, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't. And then what I mean by that is not. Because I thought it was just Canada. No, mm-hmm. it's like they it's stopped, been completely discontinued. They stopped making yeah. it. No, that's because of basically all the, the situations they've been having with hurricanes down and stuff like that. So oh, really? somewhere down the line, yeah, oh, it really okay. is. Because so, I, I was shocked. I kind of figured like just people didn't like oh, it as God, much no. as they should. Oh no, one fifty one is very popular. Yeah, like, I, I, I thought so. so Especially no, was... Tiki Land, very popular. Right. So what it is is that once that distillery obviously gets rebuilt and stuff like that, they'll probably bring they'll it back probably out. Bring it back. But while you're waiting, I was very kind of depressed. Like, oh, great. I don't have any 151. Yeah. I do he couldn't a... even drink his sorrows away because there was no 151. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do have an, uh, one from Jamaica, but it's a white, like charcoal right, filtered right, right. So it's 151. Just, it's basically like Everclear. It's an absolute burn. Yeah. So what is that? Gosling actually makes a 151. Ooh. And so I picked up a bottle of that. Is that what we're drinking right now? No, no. This is just regular. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, like, there's no. No, 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 no. Yeah. It does. It, it's not overpowering. Well, I can't crack like... that for you, Cam. Come <laughs> on, hey, I'll be your friend. <laughs> oh, I haven't cracked it yet, but we probably well, will. You're mean. We probably will crack it somewhere along that line. Yeah, yeah. yeah so if, if you're kind of sad and like, right, there's no more Bacardi 151, you mm-hmm. can get Gosling 151. Okay. Yeah. And so, and that sits at what about 75 percent alcohol? Correct. Yes. Okay. Hey. But it's a spiced rum as well, because um... the 151 was spiced. Um, oh, so no, like, like no, it won't be spiced. It'd be like basically what we have here. Yeah, but just with up the just, dosage, just a bit more of a punch in the face. Exactly. Okay. I like how you say that for some of your stuff. Yeah. Like you know. talked about your beer. Like I like a beer that punches me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You beaten as a child or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... No, but I once rolled off an ironing board. Oh, ow! Jeez! Oh my God! I have a feeling that, that was, was only last week. Hey yo! Oh. No. I feel like there's so many stories that are going to come out in, in yeah, future shows. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm so Dark glad times. you're back. I'm Dark so glad times. you're back. <laughs> All right. So uh, on uh, the last bottle, and of course, I had to make sure, you know, Cam's here for this one. Um, mm-hmm. Coconut so, so it, rum. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is actually going to be cruising <sighs> coconut rum. So this okay. is obviously from St. Croix. We talked about cruising before. Yeah. And of course, the reason why it's called cruising is because the people on St. Croix are called mm-hmm. cruisins. Right. So this is the U.S. Virgin Islands. So what it is very particular about cruising that I want to point out, and I think I've mentioned too in the show, is that cruising rum is the only rum in the world that actually has all the flavors they have. So what I mean by that is that most rums are either be like aged, dark, spiced, white, and dark. I'm right. sorry. Uh, wait, did I say dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. it. Cruising literally has like, oh my god, like coconut, blackberry, raspberry, okay. key lime. Um, it goes on and on and on. I yeah. mean, they've got literally about probably 10 different kinds of flavors. Are they kind of the absolute of... vodka of, because uh, you know you can get like, like ugh, cotton well, candy flavored. Or, well, yeah, Stoli no, I guess Stoli does, does, that. does that too. Yeah, right? Stoli yeah. is probably the most, but you know, what I like about Stoli is actually it's a, it's a nice blend of the flavor complementing the vodka. Mm-hmm. Rather you know than I mean? just the like, other way around. Yeah. Where they just add it in afterwards and like, here you go. No, no so the, the this one actually, yeah, so this is the coconut rum and of course, okay. if you know anything about Cam, Cam has a Malibu... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was one of um, the... the, the I, probably the first time I really got... Um, I I think the, the correct term is shit-faced. Um, <laughs> uh, a completely loaded blotto, if you will. 
uh, was on a mixture of peach schnapps, Malibu rum, and well, peach you, nectar. Yeah, why would you pick all those three and put those together? I, mean, I was oh, drunk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Peach well, schnapps alone would probably make I, me sick. You I know wasn't what, I mean? what you would call a mature drinker at the time. Well, I know. We um, all went through that phase, yeah, but man. But, but no, I mean, generally speaking, now even like the smell of coconut sunscreen brings back some fuzzy, painful memories. <laughs> but uh, But you know what? Next For one. you guys... He's gonna take one I'm today. To, he's taking one for the team. Take one for the um, team. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's so. That's why Cam's so pasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, this is actually Fortitude proof. Proof. Yeah. So that so it's actually like twenty percent alcohol. Twenty one percent alcohol. Oh wow. Okay. So it's much lower alcohol. It's good. Yeah, it's much good, lower good alcohol. We're finishing up with this one. Feel that that's, that's right. Appropriate. It is a pop stilled. So this is one of the very few that we have on our mm-hmm. categories. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That it's pot stilled. Um, the reason why is because Saint Croix is um, they. They take their pride in being pot stilled. Okay. So they start off as pot stilled. They know the technology is out there for column steel, but they still stuck with the pot still. I see. Okay. And uh, so that's why it's one of my, one of my favorite rums, hmm. actually, and one that I use quite frequently. Obviously also, for mixes, right? Yeah. We, yeah. we haven't done the straight, well, we haven't done, we did the one aged one so far. Right. But also, too, this is also hand, uh, made, uh, so it's aged in handmade wooden barrels. Hmm. So not bourbon barrels. So we're not going to get any of that oak in mm-hmm. there. We're not mm-hmm. going to get any um, spicy in there for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very refined, very refreshing, and mm-hmm. uh, polished. Okay. But then they add a bunch of sugar and coconut flavor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, come on. It's coconut rum. Yeah, what yeah. do you want me to do? No, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All so right. Well, smell. Give I'll, it a whiff. I'll, we obviously know what it's going to smell like. Yeah. I mean, hello. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's sunscreen, all right. <laughs> What, what, okay, what what, uh, what what sunscreen would that be if you? <laughs> I don't know something you I bought in Hawaii. <laughs> Oof, yep, uh. yep. It's 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 not um and and I mean I'm not having flashbacks so. The thing is actually it's funny so it's actually relatively mild in all seriousness like it's a it's it's a pleasant coconut smell. So but I don't know about you but okay so you know how there's like coconut and then there's coconut flakes right like you know like the, well, you put yeah up, and it this smells, smells like, like flakes flakes yes no yeah it, so it, like, it doesn't it, it smell actually... like coconut if I cracked up a coconut. That's not what it smells like. It no. smells like coconut flakes, like you put it into a baking well, something. And it, it, it smells less, um, and granted, it's been a long, long time since I've smelled Malibu. Yeah. But no, it's it's softer it, than it, Malibu. It, it smells more natural. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's try this. Oh, so. I know it's only 20% alcohol, so of course it's obviously going to be. Okay, that's actually really, really nice. <laughs> I wow. did it. I've converted them, folks. Yeah, no, no burning. <laughs> No burn, obviously. Well, because we're doing with again, folks. We're doing twenty one percent alcohol, and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's that's it's that's understandable. So here's the thing: the coconut, because you, know, you know, you taste like it's co- not overpowering. No, because you know you taste like Malibu rum. Malibu rum has that super overpowering coconut flavor. Yeah, like it's overbearing. It's yeah. too much. Oh, and it's like a burning this coconut. Is this like, is really nice. Not, I wouldn't say washed down, but it's subtle. It's not. Uh, it, it's not overbearing. It tastes more natural, quite frankly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah huh. No. And, oh, I'll be I've, darned. I've converted them, folks. <laughs> Here we go. Wouldn't go that far. See, I've, uh, Paul, I've done her with the pineapple, and uh, now we do this coconut. There we go. Ah, All right. Oh little ice. Okay. Ice is Well, nice. hey, um, this is the last drink there. Yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks, Thanks for you. the booze. All right. <laughs> As usual. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Now, see there, it's washed. It's, it's almost washed it out. Yeah, it no longer tastes like, like flakes of coconut. No, it tastes like coconut now instead of flakes of coconut. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's it's still okay, but I prefer it without so, without the ice. So just because I mean I know Norma's gonna like. By the way, this is like Norma's bottle, right? You, you realize this, right? Oh God. Oh uh, yeah. We're dead men. We're dead men now. Yeah. 
So what I've explained, folks, is that uh, I got Norma onto this cruising coconut rum because she loves it and it's just her favorite thing. Hmm. And so when we go, we get like two or three bottles and literally she's like, don't you dare give that to the people who come visit the house. Um, <laughs> and we, it's a very fine stash. It gets hidden away in, in, in the bowels of the basement. Yeah. Um, well, and in all fairness, I mean, you know, people who come visit the house, that's just what Norma calls, uh, you know, home invaders. So. <laughs> yeah, they're all here to drink your booze, Craig. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Um, anyways, no, so this is actually, like I said, from St. Croix. So what we do is we go down and we get two or three bottles of this. But when it comes to coconut rum, I love this one because it's, like I said, it's not fake coconut rum tasting for one and it's not overbearing coconut taste it just gives you the hint of coconut so when i make something with this like a pina colada or something it gives you the hint of coconut flakes not coconut but coconut yeah. flakes and um i like that it, it gives you a bit of it's different really taste nice. yeah yeah for sure so so is this coconut rum available in canada so no mm, sorry okay. folks but if you're in the southern part of the states because it is a U.S. Virgin Island product. Right. Florida, California, things like that. You will find Cruise and Rum. And the great thing about it, hey, guess what? So if uh, you mind reading, where is it? It doesn't say it. Oh, no, it doesn't say it anywhere. Um, this is a one-liter bottle. This is not a 750. Okay, okay. Uh, so it's uh, so you get a little bit more bang for so your buck. So there, there's a 750. Here, we'll put that beside that. And, yep. yeah, it's a one-liter bottle, folks, because down in, in uh, Virgin Islands, they use one-liter bottles. Yep. And this is $10. And you get a 15 cent refund. Yeah, $10. No, it's granted it's US, but still, a one liter bottle of any kind of rum down there, and it's $10. I'm actually glad this isn't available in Canada. (laughs) Because you'd be buying it. Yeah. There'd be bums on the street drinking cruising rum everywhere you go. I might be one of those bums. (laughs) Wow. And so, yes, actually, one of my really nice coconut rum. I am stunned. There you go. Awesome. And so one of my recommendations to you guys is that if you're traveling and everyone, of course, talks to me and goes, Craig, well, you know how there's a restriction on on how many bottles you can bring back. FYI, yes, there is a restriction. But the thing is that all you can do is you can pay duty on the value of the bottle that's surplus to that restriction. So what I mean by that is that it's three bottles you can bring back. So if you bring back the fourth bottle, you're going to be paying just 10% on that bottle. So 10% of $10 is a dollar. Now, here's the thing. Every time I go through customs, I tell them exactly how many bottles I have. And it's best to be honest with them, by the way, folks. Um, they're more than willing to be more, more helpful. But So then when I tell them I have six bottles, they don't go, well, let's fill up the forms. To them, that means they have to fill out a form out. And they're going to be getting maybe 2 or $3 from you. Mm. Nine times out of ten, they're just going, you know what? Just move along, folks. Right. Right? right. It's If you're coming from a place like Jamaica or you're coming from anywhere in the Caribbean and you say you have no rum in your, in your case. You're going to get the stink guy. And you're going to get the stink guy. All right. So my recommendation is, yes, be honest with them. Tell them exactly what you got. Nine times out of ten, like, I pretty well could guarantee that. They'll say, you know what, whatever, just move along. Yeah. And yeah, so you're getting yeah, you a $10 know. bottle of rum that you can't get up here in Canada. And like Cam said, this is so yeah. soft. I'm I'm really stunned that it's not available in Canada at that I rate. I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, th- think about the markup that 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 uh, LCBO could yeah. do. Insane, creepers. Because you know how yeah they mark it up, and this is what I mean. So I've I've learned from my travels that we actually pay a lot of money for our booze up here. Oh, with Oklahoma. If you go down anywhere in the states and you go to a privately owned liquor store, which actually in the states every liquor store is practically privately owned. There's no mm-hmm. state owned uh, liquor stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the prices of booze is so cheap. 
the reason why we pay so much more over here is because the government owns our liquor stores and our beer stores. So, of course, there's a tax. That's the tax we pay. So, you know, example, like every time the budget goes up, guess what goes up? Cigarettes and booze. Well, and actually, the uh, the, the, the current government uh, instituted a new policy where uh, alcohol tax would increase along with inflation automatically. Yeah. So, so every year, you're going to pay a little bit more for your alcohol up here. Exactly. So uh, if you're down in the States, do some shopping because it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that is all the rums we tried out. So I have to ask Cam, of all the rums we tried out, I mean, which ones were kind of in your tops? Well, I, I got to say I'm kind of stunned that that I've, in, I've enjoyed it, folks. this, I've this coconut rum so much. It's really, really tasty. I, but I'd also say I really like the Black Seal. Yep, uh, that's a good one. That was super interesting. And then also the Five-year Eldorado. Yeah, that was I'd, really good. I'd say those were my top three. Yeah, for sure. No. So some of these uh, alcohols, rums that we talked about today, folks, you can do like just on your own, neat on the rocks like we talked about. But also, too, the reason why I brought these rums out is because I also wanted to let you know that there's some drinks. So when you look through our recipe page and you see, okay, well, Florida Canna or Dark Rum or uh, Barbados Rum or whatever... Now you know what rums we're talking about and some of the characteristics you're going to get in your drink that you're adding to that drum too, right? Like, so in other words, all these characteristics we're talking about, like the oak or the caramel or the butter or spices or the pepper, that's going to be added to your con- to your drink as well mm-hmm. and give mm-hmm. it some character. And that's why we talked about tiki cocktails, how there's layers. So when you take a drink, it's like, okay, first I taste, oh, there's a little bit of vanilla in there. Okay, wait, oh, there's a bit of cinnamon in there. Okay, oh, I taste some brown sugar. All those elements make up a tiki cocktail. And so that is all the rums we have. Well, I have more, but uh, we're only trying these 10 today. That's all I can handle. Today. That's all he can handle for today. <laughs> Here you go. Well, I can't Whoa. believe I'm actually finishing off this glass of coconut rum. That, that is, is utterly hilarious. I wish, uh, oh, I, I wish I had my camera. Boy. I could just take a picture of that. I wish That'd you had great. more of this and you could give me some. Yeah, well, you're going to have to fight with Norma on that one. Yeah, so there you go. No, there no, we go. Man. She's got a mean right hook. <laughs> and she does. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she'll. She'll take you down a notch, that's for Without sure. Without question. I, sure. I have no illusions. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned over the years. <laughs> so let's tell everybody who we are. So we are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. That's all one word. Hey, wow. He's remembered, he's remembered his lines now. I didn't have to, Vague, write, him, I didn't have to write them down for you, too, this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Must be the rum. Must be yeah. the rum. Um, the rum. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. It's probably the rum, though. Maybelline. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> Cruising coconut rum today, yeah, folks. Yeah. Anyway, so on that page, you'll see obviously all of us there. Cam's there. Yes, Cam is back. Mm-hmm. And yes, he's on the page. Yep, mostly uh, for revenge, but. Uh, <laughs> you know. He's oh. just waiting to be, get bumped up over Paula. Yeah. That's what he's I, waiting well, for. Well, yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> got a, I, got, I got a better haircut now, so I'll have to get another photo taken of me. Seriously, but, dude, yeah. if you take another six months off, I'm going to scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like... <laughs> so anyways, on that note, yeah, so what it is, is, like I said, there's an episode page on there with all the episodes, recipe page, all these rums we talked about today, go down through the recipe page and you'll see that they'll say things like Barbados rum you're going to need, a Jamaican rum you're going to need. And all these rums we talked about today are going to be on the description for this episode. So you can actually kind of breeze through this episode to find out what rums you should use for those drinks. Well, and also don't forget, um, you're going to also, like, there's also going to be videos of the different distillation yes, types or processes, that. right? Yes, because people so, ask me that. Yeah. What do you mean by column still, Craig? What do you mean by pot stilled? Yeah. yeah. And then you see like, how the characteristics of that actually add to the rum, mm-hmm. for sure. And then, yeah, so then we also, too, have our subscribe page, so please do subscribe. Uh, we do run on followers and subscribers. 
as you can see, there's no commercials on the show, mm-hmm. other than the ones that Cam keeps on putting out every now and then and getting paid for. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cruising rum. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, I finally got a sponsor. All right, there yeah. we go. There we go. Uh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, so also too, there's a newsletter. So if you go to our website, there is a newsletter we have. And please do add to it. What it is that we're not going to spam your email. What it is that once every month or two, we're going to put out a new uh, newsletter. It's really some cool information on there about the new episodes, some new recipes, some upcoming res- uh, episodes we're going to have. So maybe you like, oh, I didn't know that's coming up. Maybe I want to listen for that. And then some information. You know, we always have Mark on there with some tiki bar information all the time because he's always yeah. running. A, he, I think actually now he's right now in California on a tiki in a tiki bar adventure. Tiki expedition. Oh, no, he's a no, font of information. It's that hard fall. work, but someone's got to do it, right? Yep. And on that note, anyways, I think we should go off and finish off the coconut rum. No, we're not, Norman. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but, man, we got a mess to I clean up. I was never oh here. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. my goodness. <laughs> His glasses uh-huh. everywhere. On that note, folks, uh, thank you for listening, and I hope that this is uh, some information that will help you, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Enjoy your tiki adventures. Awesome. Thanks, folks. Ciao. Ciao for now. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink?